Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the JAR Foundation. Episode number, I think it was episode number four. It's my, my favorite number. Got Matt and Brown, uh, Brad here with me uh, today. And uh, so this is great. We got I, I was a little bit confused when we joined on because Brad joined on and I had Matt in my calendar. I was a little bit upside down. And then Brad reminded me, oh, yeah, one more. It's a it's a plus one. Uh, it's great. Um, so just a reminder, everybody, this is really a, a, a discussion around building, you know, at least from on my end, it's around, you know, trying to build out a nonprofit that can do something around the mental health space based on everything I've seen uh, traveling around in eight months around the U.S., visiting 60 cities, uh, interviewing 200 people, talking to hundreds more uh, just casually along the way. Uh, just surprised at and taken back by the the mental health crisis we've got, and and hope that um, I can put a little foundation together and you know have a kind of a little self fulfilling mechanism, kind of a little machinery that just kind of feeds itself, and we don't need perpetual donations and stay away from you know chasing money and and more around kind of root grassroots kind of stuff. Um, guys, why don't you go around the room? Let's you know maybe start with Brad. You were first one in. Uh, maybe introduce yourself a little bit of your journey and I think you know and then Matt and then maybe you guys can kind of back and forth with what you're doing in the space what you hope to solve um, and then we'll maybe kind of come back to see where see where we're getting on that absolutely uh, well thank you for having us on Ken I'm Brad Markey um, Matthew and I started Chimney Trail a few years ago um, but my path to get there was I was a professional baseball player I was with the Cubs Reds and Tigers organizations oh. um, and you might not think it, but there's a lot of um, mental issues in the professional space, oh, oh, I professional imagine. sports, yeah. um, anywhere from being teammates with someone, but you're both fighting for the same spot. <laughs> so you're, you're kind of rooting against them while being a good teammate at the same time. Um, and then dealing with, um, you know, the ups and downs of the game, the ups and downs of dealing with the organization. Uh, yeah, contract where you're going to be next year. You don't exactly know. Uh, being away from family. Obviously, military experienced that a lot more, but um, we definitely experience it in baseball. And everyone Especially thinks baseball, minor leaguers. Yeah. You think, oh, you're a baseball player. You're making millions of dollars. Well, that's not the case until you're in the major <laughs> leagues. So you can't fly your family out whenever you want. You can't see um, a lot of guys had young kids. They couldn't see them all the time. So that was yeah. really hard on them. And then you mix in having a bad game or a bad week. Um, it kind of snowballs from there. So when Matthew, <laughs> when Matthew called me up and was like, Hey, I'm starting this company. I was like, all right, I'm in, you know, <laughs> I've experienced it and you're experiencing it with um, the military side. So let's see what we can do. And how did you guys know each other? What was that connection? We're cousins. <laughs> oh, yeah. there you go. Okay. Yeah, we've been, we've been our, our, each other's first phone call for like 20 years. So I just that's made oh, that's pretty much, pretty much brothers growing up. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's great. I love that. Yeah. So Matt, what about your, what's your, what's your, how did you end up here? Yeah. So a few years ago, I was the captain of one of our Navy ships in San Diego. It was one of our mine countermeasure warships. Um, I spent a, a dozen years with the active duty Navy, had a wonderful career and command of the ship was sort of the culmination of it. Yeah. Uh, and Toward the end of my toward the end of my time at sea, I, I moved over to work with uh, SEAL Team 17 to do some innovation work for them. And then about three months into that tour, I get a phone call from the new captain of my old ship, uh, and it turned out that our very best officer 
like a guy that I thought he was first generation American. His parents were from India, uh, nuclear trained officer. I thought he was going to be the next or wow. a chief of naval operations one day. Yeah. Uh, he he took his own life, and oh we, god, yeah, it was a shocking turn of events. I would never have anticipated that this guy wow. would would was was suffering in that way, and so I started researching. It, well, I went and spent time with his family at the hospital. And his dad kept bringing up this team building exercise that we did together where we went to Yosemite National Park and we climbed Cathedral Peaks. And his dad would say, you know, Arun used to always brag about this trip that you took him on. And he like shook me by the shoulders. And he's like, why didn't I do this with my son? Why didn't I do these things with my beautiful son? And I'm driving home and I called <laughs> my wife, Jen, and I said, hey, I think I think, you know, rather than that Navy career we've been talking about, we might need to take a bit of a detour here. Uh, and then shortly thereafter, I, you know, I, I wow. talked to Brad, I talked to the guys that I went to college with, and I said, I think we need to start a mental health care company to address suicide prevention uh, and, and helping to push back on these pathological levels of anxiety and depression. And so uh, Jimmy you. Trey was born, cow. It was born a few years ago, and we've been in research mode for a couple of years, like through the COVID era. And now for the last year or so, we've been working at breakneck pace uh, to try and address this for not just the Department of Defense, but for, for everybody. So. And what's the product going to look like? What, what, uh, so, what is it? What, yeah. What are you, are you, so you're trying to address suicide prevention or suicide, right? To get, make that, get that into the forefront of a conversation. That's he it. Said, I mean, if he had just raised the awareness. Yeah. So the product is, um, so there's a, there's an area of psychiatric treatment called cognitive behavioral therapy. And the idea behind okay. CBT, the CBT for short, the yes. idea behind it is that if you have a bad feeling, uh, there's like feelings just don't come out of nowhere. They're they're created by a cognition or a thought. Okay. Yes. So if you can if you can separate the feeling from the thought, chances are if it's a particularly negative feeling, the thought that created it is probably illogical. So if you were to, for example, have a negative feeling, write down the thought that created it, and then read that thought later, you'd read it and you'd be like, I was a crazy person that said that. That's not true, you know? Uh, so what we've done is essentially taken cognitive behavioral therapy, which frankly, it can be quite boring because you're basically just talking about your thought and analyzing it. We've taken that CBT curriculum and have put it in a box uh, with an outdoor activity so that like you can make it fun. It can be something fun to explore rather than just a boring conversation. And I don't know, Brad, you want to get into the, like what comes in a kit, that sort I, of thing. I love that. I love yeah, this so, idea. So in every kit, uh, we have this little booklet that covers one of the 10 cognitive distortions. Um, it explains what it is. It explains how to change your thinking. And then we wrap it with this outdoor activity and each kit looks like Matthew has one comes Super. with, um, really cool outdoor gear that helps you complete the activity. And like we said, we're just trying to make it fun. And the whole point of this is to learn how to deal with your thoughts before they take you to, uh, you know, anxiety, yeah. depression, or something beyond yeah. that. And this basically wow. gives you the tools you need to be in charge of your mind. And uh, this that's is what we're like, trying to teach everybody. I love this. Um, the questions in the jar are, I wrote a book called Dear God, 
and um, it was based really, it's a bit of a spiritual kind of a journey thing. And um, I'd lived a lot of countries with different kind of religions. And so I ended up with these different, you know, kind of wacky views and ended up kind of sitting down and writing these letters. And the first, the whole, there's four parts of the book. And the first part uh, is, is basically the book of self is what I call it. And it's your yesterdays, today's and tomorrow's. And when I, when I introduce, when I'm talking to guests and I've kind of introducing the jar and the construct and what you're going to feel in the questions, I call that the battlefield of your mind is what I, is the slang I've come up with. And so you've got like this, you've got this battle kit, right? To, yeah, that's to, it. Like it's the artillery against crazy thoughts that your mind that's just right. comes up. Shit, it just makes up. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's it. Yeah, this yeah. is fascinating. I love it. Yeah, the, the distortions are like, that's maybe one of the most powerful things that we've discovered in this process is that pathological levels of anxiety, depression, like if it, if it results in suicide, like the most tragic example, okay. all of those things, like the, there's, a, in, there's an impulsive element to suicide, like the mm. same as like a gambling addiction or something like that. So there, there is a lot of research that talks about an impulsivity of the, the actual act but, the last step, right? The yeah, step. the last step. Yeah, and, and it also, like, there's the research suggests that you don't necessarily need to be mentally ill in order to commit suicide. There is, like, this, like, traumatic experience, then impulsive act that results in this tragic consequence. But yes. there's also a huge number of people that are suffering some sort of, like, profound mental illness. Yeah. And if you start peeling the onion back on, like, what is the origin of that mental illness a lot of times it is these cognitive distortions and it's like our brains have been evolutionarily wired to, to like think in certain ways that are generally good. But then these distortions represent like an overshoot of the, of the good oh, yeah. that, that we've developed at, to like work together as a society and all those sorts of things. Like for example, one of the distortions is called personalization and self blame. Well, it's good to, take accountability for things and to be responsible within your tribe, but it's bad to start taking on responsibilities for things over which you have absolutely no control. And so there's a, a million or there's not a million, there's 10, there's 10 of these cognitive distortions that you can sort of fall victim to. And what these kits do, or like the artillery, as you call it, yeah, they, they like great. combat each of those distortions. Yeah. So you don't fall victim to it. It gives you the tools that's it. To like recognize the thought, how to put the fire out, kind of yep. isolate it. Yeah, this is, I mean, this is really exactly kind of what my own observations are. It, yeah. And I just didn't know the, the technical side of it, but it is really, it's the battlefield of the mind. Things that happened to you in the past, how you look at it, how you analyze it, how you package it back up for yourself to look at it again in today's, yep. you know, um, Everything that's going on today, I mean, today seems to be normally pretty okay uh, because you're just in this box, but it's like the tomorrows, forget mm -hmm. that, tomorrow's bananas. I mean, your mind is going to go absolutely bonkers, like a 3D printer about what's going to yeah. happen tomorrow, none of which will probably come true. Right. Um, yeah. So this is great. And so how long have you guys been doing this now? Oh, geez. Full time? Um, yeah. yeah. Full time yeah. for a year. And then oh, what is it, Bradley? Like three years with yeah. research? Yeah. End of 18, I think is when we put this everything together. Yeah. yeah. That's when the research kicked off. Yep. So no, any other jobs or this is it? This is it. 
This is it. We're all in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love it, man. I'm all... totally, I'm so all in on the jar. Yeah. You know, my, yeah, you know. there you go. I mean, I, got a logo up. I, you got a logo up. I took the, um, yeah, I took the, I took my last paycheck about 12 months ago, 14 months ago and yeah. uh, bet on, you know, bet on myself. And weirdly, I've come up with, you know, a different outcome. I mean, I thought I was going to be a writer, a podcaster, a, yeah. uh, probably a public speaker or something. Yeah. Uh, and as it turns out, I'm going to be some kind of, you know, mental health advocate. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think the, the more awareness that we can get around it, the better. Uh, there are there are a lot. I mean, you're entering a crowded space for sure, because there are a lot of uh, nonprofits and companies yep. that are springing up to address the problem, which I think is like so important uh you talked a bit earlier about you know reducing the stigma and that sort of thing you, you need you need these organizations to sort of pop up take this seriously yes. uh i mean some of the statistics that we always anchor on is that right now like the uh cdc will report um well today's international it's it's a uh, it's women's day it's international yes, women's, women's day. day and it's you know three three and five uh young women are reporting uh, severe levels of, of hopelessness, yeah. sadness, depression. And, and, you know, we posted at LinkedIn today that it's like, you know, at some part of you, you're like, well, they're teenage girls, you know, they're, that's sort of an emotional period of life if you're a teenage girl, but it's like two times as many as, as boys. Also, uh, 33% of girls have suicidal ideations before they graduate from high school and a quarter of girls have an actual plan, like a plan to actively take their own life. How to, like, before, they yeah, thought about how, it. That's right, how to do it. And that's a 60% increase uh, since since just in the past, like, couple of years. So yeah. it's, it's obviously, like, we're living through an interesting period where there's, you know, tremendous engagement in social media. There's a little bit of confusion about how to, like, calculate your own self-worth and self-efficacy. And, yeah, and a good point. Like, yeah, I mean, like, you know, Brad worked in a, a super spotlight sort of profession where uh, your successes and failures were like laid out for everybody to see. And then and then, you know, and maybe as a professional athlete, you think, well, they sort of signed up for that. But you get that same sort of exposure just as like a random kid, you know, when you're using social media uh, and, and you're like, well, your self-worth or or value yes. is is measured in terms of like likes or hearts or emojis or whatever comments put, anything. Uh, yeah, comments yeah. Or, yeah, or the repost yeah i mean worse is a brutal comment i mean right. kids can be as cruel as a uh an analyst on espn right that's I mean, right in, yeah. in a weird way and your but your yeah. brain is way way less capable of managing it that's it know, when you're i mean your brains are not even formed until you're in your 20s right fully formed right yeah so you know you're a teenage girl you said the hormones, you got hormone issues, you got the social media stuff. You're totally not prepared for that. Right. I, I don't cognitively. I don't think they're prepared yeah. for that. It's, it's uh, barely any better for boys, but the, but you know, it's, it's international women's day. So yeah. uh, like putting a little focus on making sure that we yeah. set conditions for them to thrive. I, I feel like we got to sort of have to insert ourselves like as families, as communities, you know, into the problem. I'm a dad of three daughters. So for me, it feels like, very emergent you know i've got uh, my oldest is 11 and so we're oh, sort of man. we're we're entering yes uh, we're entering this space so for me it's like i'm like general quarters like we're yeah. making sure that it, we, i love that joke yeah. just keep them on a tiktok yeah. from what i can tell yeah. 
the worst, you know, possibly yeah. the worst, the biggest, you know, the one of the biggest culprits. I mean, social media has definitely got something to do with it. I think it is good we've got the awareness. I think the awareness is cranked up. The White House, I don't know if you did see that about a year ago or something, uh, Biden signed um, a kind of a initiative in, into that's right. play. Um, yeah. So I think that's, I picked that up when I was doing, surprisingly, I didn't, it didn't get any coverage. At least yeah. I didn't, I didn't see anything. Yeah. Uh, I Googled, you know, I just Googled basically mental health and initiatives and that popped yeah. up. And I was surprised. Yeah. I was like, I didn't, I didn't, <laughs> didn't see well, anything. Yeah. The, the CDC is doing a really, like if you go in your Google and you, and you specifically follow CDC, they're actually putting out a lot of great stuff. I don't know. It's great in the sense that it's creating awareness. Yeah, it's, it, right. it's tragic in the sense that it's reporting some really bad <laughs> stuff. One in one in 10 kids born in the United States today will make an attempt on their life before they graduate high school. I feel like this is the only thing we should be talking about until this problem solved because like, whoa. Yeah. One in 10 kids. To so me, if you know, 10 kids, there's a chance one of them will attempt. Yeah. And everybody knows at least 10 kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and I think depending on where you're living, you may, it may be two or three out of the 10. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's the circumstances are, they're hard yeah. to pin down. Um, Dr. Craig Bryan over at Ohio State University's Wexner Institute, he, he calls suicide a wicked problem because it's sort of like it, it's uh, it's one of those problems that if you solve for one of the variables, then a bunch of other ones will prop like crop up. So the, really? the, the yeah, the the solution is more like creating lives worth living rather than trying to hone in on one specific data point in order to solve the problem. Yes. Um, but, but these statistics, the thing that's shocking about them is that now we have all of this awareness. Now we're able to share this information so freely, but the numbers are just like still going up, you know? So we got to, there's some giving people the tools to overcome the thoughts that drive them into those optionless paths we just got to do it. I I, th I think this, you, I mean, Matt, that's for me is perfectly said, right? We got to get people the tools. Uh, and that's, you know, when Brad got on early, I was talking about being in sales. Mm -hmm. You know, one of the great benefit benefits that I didn't know, I didn't realize was the amount of just mental toughness that you get trained for, you know, especially I was an insurance sales guy. <laughs> and before that I was selling calculators up and down, the streets of Los Angeles, downtown LA. They were nice calculators, though, to be fair. Yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> I was, <laughs> they were $200 calculators. But I mean, still, you know, you had to be in, you had to be completely delusional to do what I did. Mm -hmm. And, you know, to have some kind of mental toughness. And through that was training and, you know, and a support network of going back in the team. And you got people, you know, invested in your success, you know, together. Uh, and most people don't get that. They never get that kind of that kind of opportunity to be to be really, you know, hardened a bit. Yeah, um, I couldn't. I look back. I'm like, man, if you haven't had that, I would be a mess. Mm -hmm. Like my self talk would be garbage. Yeah. Rough stuff. What about so? Who's your? How are you? How are you going to find customers? For, so I'm assuming these are going to be like workshops, right? You take the box, you get outside and you do the activity. How self-contained is it? Can you do it? Can you ship a box to five employees in a, to a company in Butte, Montana, and they can open it up or a school somewhere? How, how does it look on the execution side? Brad, you want me to take that or you got it? Either one. Um, All right. so, so the answer to your question is yes. That's, that's our whole business plan is, 
um, giving you the tools you need shipped directly to your doorstep. So you can do this at self-paced, self-led. You don't need anybody else. You don't need a doctor. You don't need a therapist. Yeah. Everything that we're giving you, you can learn on your own. And it's backed by those doctors and therapists yeah, yeah. and psychologists. They're the ones telling you, you don't need us right away. You can learn this on your own. And these are the tools that you would be given if you went to therapy. Um, okay. Right when you go to your first appointment, they're really, all right, this is cognitive behavioral therapy. Let's learn this. And then we'll see where we need to go after that. So we want you to learn all this stuff before you need to go to the doctor or the therapist, because some of these thoughts can be changed. The way you think can be changed on your own. Um, I believe that a hundred percent. And it's, and it's, uh, it's easy almost like it's easy. Actually, it's not easy and it is easy, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, as long as you, it's like self-reflection, um, yeah. it can be easy. It can be tough, but, um, but well, we want to make it fun. Yeah. Like the the big part for us is that, it, like, it just can't. Be, not everything can be so heavy and miserable. Like at some point, it's just got to be a good time. <laughs> it's it's got to be fun to like learn about how your brain processes things and how it should be right. Yeah, you you discover like how silly sometimes your brain can be. You're like, wow, I was going down a, a really dark path there for no reason whatsoever that's kind of funny and if you do these kits it's like a fun activity that introduces you to like the weird part of your brain that really does lead you down these paths it it just doesn't make any sense at all to go down and so yeah what brad sands like right on the money it's like you can do it as a part of a group in yeah. fact our our go-to-market strategy is to make this available to the department of defense so that we can get it in the hands of all of our troops oh. and our families but but beyond that go to market strategy, there is at some point going to be a consumer element where, I mean, Ken, you can just buy it for yourself and then yeah. we'll ship you a box with a time capsule or a hiking thing or a fire starting kit, whatever. And you can just learn about the cognitive distortions and have the little activity to help you overcome them in a fun way, like actually fun to do. Yeah, I like the part where everything is it's such a heavy conversation, right? Therapy and all like yeah like the dread that goes around having those, those talks yep. um, or to approach somebody and say, Hey, I think I'm having, you know, I'm, I'm having trouble. You know, right. my mind is kind of fucking me up here. Yeah. And probably kind of, it's probably like that secret assassin that sneaks. You don't really realize it's happening until you're probably in the grips. Mm -hmm. um, and like I said, if you know these tools, how about schools? Like, I mean, have you, I'm sure you guys had this conversation, right? Like, do we go, go to market? Do we go to school? Do we go to, do we go to, the, well, you've got, you know, you've got the Department of Defense. I mean, if you've got some connections, that's a great place to go because it's obviously a very high profile problem um, and you know the business. And I think it's related to sport. It's closer to related to the sports culture. Um, so it's a pretty good spot. But but back to like the kid, like high schools. What was, what was yeah. that conversation like? Yeah, no, I mean, schools are a thousand percent on our uh, roadmap for customers. Um, we actually uh, interviewed, I'd say probably, I don't know, 10, 10 or 12, it was probably a dozen, actually a dozen schools and just got feedback. Like, Hey, is this a program that you okay. would implement? And the answer is a resounding. Yes. They just need to figure out how to budget for it. And yeah. one of the communities that sort of was unexpected, or maybe it, we should have expected it, but they, they made themselves like very, uh, present, uh, is the homeschooling community because they are always sort of like looking for curriculum 
and they said, hey, we've got these really great academic programs that support me as a parent who's trying to teach my kid. I'm not a trained teacher necessarily, but I have this curriculum that steps me through how to present the material. It sure would be nice if I could do the same thing in the the building of my child's mental health and yeah. resilience. So, yeah, they're they're on the docket. That's a fact. Oh, that's really I, didn't, I never thought of the homeschooling must be well. I'm sure it's getting bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure that's an exploding kind of a, a business. What is it? Are you have you guys priced the kit yet? Like, uh, are you comfortable talking about pricing? Yeah, it's on our website. Um, so okay, for one, cool. <laughs> one, one kit. Uh, so we ship quarterly because we thought shipping every month, you would just start stacking them up in the garage and not do them. And this should be something you're looking forward to doing, whether you plan the weekend or a day, whatever. Um, okay. So each kit is $90. But if you okay. sign up for a year subscription, which would be four kits, it'd be 324. So you get, uh, I think it's about 10 or 15% discount. Yeah, yeah, you'll get a good yeah. discount. Yeah, and a nice then, discount. So okay, and that gets you. So that gets you one a quarter. Okay, so this is cool. Yep. I didn't realize. I didn't. I didn't pick this up. So it's yeah. a different different skill set. So yep. you've still got the you still got the ten, mm-hmm. the ten ten areas, right? Yes. Distortions, ten distortions, and then you're just addressing all ten, or you're t- addressing one at a time. One at a time. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. So so we have a curriculum so far about forty waypoint kids. Okay. So four kits per distortion and we're doing them as basic intermediate and then um, advanced oh i get it okay and each kid like you said you're learning about the distortion you're learning the activity and these are also um just good skills to have whether even if it wasn't connected to the cognitive behavioral therapy this should be great skills yeah great skills to be able to survive out in the wild and have fun (laughs) outside (laughs) oh man that is just an absolutely cool product. Um, I love Thank that. I, like how you guys got there. This is a, you know, the um, things that happen, right? And, you know, what we do with them in our lives. I mean, it's amazing. This guy killed himself, right? And then the impact that that's having, he may end up saving oh, thousands yeah. of lives. Yeah, we're going to make sure of that. Like how cool absolutely. is that? Mm-hmm. You know, you end you end up in a place where, you know, he's probably somewhere in the ether watching, you know, his yeah. energy's his energy's somewhere. That's right. Um, you know, we all play this kind of path in life. We all kind of have our role somewhere. Um, I've, I've interviewed some really amazing people. Uh, a lot of them talking about the afterlife and, you know, these empaths, uh, mm-hmm. people in different levels of the spec can see or feel or hear different, different levels. Mm-hmm. Um, of the matrix, I guess, for lack of a better, a lack of a better description. Um, but it's, it is interesting sometimes to think the, like what happens with an energy and what it, what, what the reaction is, right? So, you know, energy does, does, does you can't kill it, right? right? You know, you can't create energy and you can't destroy it. That's right. Just transferring it. It's just transferring yeah. it, right? It's just like a little bit of a, a Tai Chi thing, you know, yeah. taking it and throwing it at the problem in a weird way. I love how that's come around. I mean, f- fantastic. 27, man, we're already there. I love it. Um, guys, let's, how about a wrap up? I mean, maybe some thoughts about, um, um, well, I don't know. I mean, I just gonna let, kind of let it for you guys. I was going to say, you know, I'm always in it for me at the end because <laughs> this is the one thing it's like, 
what what should I look out for? What uh, what advice have you, you guys have been doing this for a year, right? You came out of your own space, and you know it's like me. You're I'm you twelve months ago, kind of wide eyed and bushy tailed, and I'm jumping into the space. Maybe some closing thoughts around that, um, and then we'll wrap it up. You want me to take the this the business thing, Brad? Sure. Okay. Um, so Ken, here's here's my advice. Uh, I think it's incredible that you're starting the JAR Foundation, uh, and and I would encourage you to, like, just like you have done, like you've burned the boats, so to speak. So I just go well. Yeah. Now, I'll caveat that with, I would spend a lot of time finding other people that are working in the space to achieve synergy with those people. Okay. Because what we have discovered, I, like Brad, I, I mean, I'm going to speak for me. I won't speak for Brad. Yep. I don't think I would be doing this if there was another company or another organization that was already doing it. The reason that I'm doing yes. this is yeah. that there is not, no one had started self-paced, self-led cognitive behavioral therapy in a box yet. But when you start a company or a nonprofit you end up spending so much time on little things that have absolutely nothing to do yeah. with the underlying mission that I, I think that there is just such value in finding other people that are operating in the space. And you can be like, hey, we should join forces and like merge our two outfits. Like, let's right. just get our energy working on the actual problem we're trying to solve rather than randomly starting companies. Yes. That's the that's like. Um, I know that's probably not the advice that any entrepreneur or nonprofit founder wants to hear, <laughs> but, but it's, it's for sure. It's like what we need because everybody's got the best of intentions. And at some level, um, like you can find your tribe and really create something special. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That sort of thing. Yeah. Love that. Yep. Follow Great that advice. up. You're going to get a million no's before you get one yes. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I'm familiar. So cliche. That, yeah. that, Brad, that part I'm, I'm, I'm painfully familiar with. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I, can, I can't imagine. For you guys to have a working product, you must be absolutely beside yourselves. No, I'm never happy. Right. I'm always, I'm all, no, I'm always harassing Bradley about some, you know, some element of the kid, or I'm like disappointed with that, or he, uh, he and I have he, to, I got to open up the booklet just to calm myself down when he yells at me. <laughs> when, you, when you see it, when you see it's Matt calling, pull out yeah. book and yeah. I am doing a good job. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, we're all doing so great. No, <laughs> uh, it's been fun though. It's been stressful, but. It's been fun just seeing how the products yeah. changed even over the last year. You know, I mean, I'm definitely proud of it, but it could always be better and it will yeah. be better. Yeah. I'm so proud of it. And Ken, the you other thing proud is of it. we, we work at uh, Brad and I, but one, like the, one of the original founders was also uh, he, he doesn't participate as actively because he's still on active duty. Um, he's a, a search and rescue pilot in the coast guard, but uh, it's our other teammate, Garrett. Um, one of the things that I always have to remind myself is that uh, I work with Bradley every day and we get to work with my, my buddy Garrett, who I was, he was my roommate at the Naval Academy. We work together for our, for our job. Like that's what we do. Know, we go to work every great, day right? and we get to work together for each, uh, and for each other. That's it on. Yeah. We work for one another and it's on a project that I think is really going to move the needle. Um, so as, as stressful as it is and as like hilarious as it can sometimes be how inefficient starting a company is, 
uh, it's like the best thing in the world to get to work with the people you love. So I, that's great. I love it. 100% agree. Yeah, I think that is. Um, I'm pretty lucky I get to work with my daughter. It was oh, pretty, wow. Pretty random, pretty accidental. Yeah. Uh, but the universe had it out for us. And um, so we're working together and it is, it's magical. Yep. It's magical. I, I, I love the thoughts around, um, you know, your comment, your comment, Matt, about find the tribe. And that's one of the things in my um, kind of my deck right now, my strategy mm-hmm. piece, the, the part I'm missing is my um, partner. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other, I need the other evangelist. Yeah. So I'm yep. missing my, and this, I think this platform will help find the, the, that person, but also your comment's quite interesting, you know, which could be another alternative to that, um, you know, which is it's it's not a it's not a person, it might be a thing, right? You know, a, totally. a team, right? It might yep. be a it might be a product, it might be a team, it might be something else. Well, um, I mean, I absolutely love what you guys are doing. I think the product is hundred percent spot on what's needed. I'm like. I mean, my, one of my first things, like I said, <clears throat> I, a whole part of my book is dedicated to the battlefield of the mind. Yeah. Uh, I just didn't know what to call it. You know, I don't have the technical terms. And so it's great to see that there's a product out there that you can actually use to, to learn how your brain works and how it talks to you. Um, so I think it's great. Every, anybody listening, anybody watching, I think, you know, go, go check out Chimney Trail. Uh, if there's anybody in the health space uh, listening or watching, because I think we're going to start to get a little tribe. I think yeah. there's nothing on this stuff. LinkedIn, there's no nothing like this on LinkedIn right now. And I hope we can get a little community get going. Um, especially of the of the players trying to do it on the ground, uh, grassroots. Like you said, yeah. build build a tribe and maybe we can get some of them together. Yep. And if anyone wants to check us out, go to chimneytrail.com. Um, you can subscribe there if you know your business needs this or someone yeah. in your family, or if you need it yourself. Um, definitely look us up. Yeah, I'd love to get um, see what we can do. But it's got my head spinning, guys. Really great. I, I'm going to uh, I'm going to end the broadcast, and I know uh, based on my previous experience that I'm I'm unable to hold you in the green room afterwards. I think I think it I think it ends and it really ends hard. It's a full stop. So um, bye for now, guys. Let's I'll send you an email. I want to stay in touch. Uh, really Absolutely. appreciated the chat, and I really love what you guys are doing. Perfect. Thank you for nice having to us meet on. You, Ken. Yeah, thanks yeah. for having us. Yeah, thanks, everybody. Take care.